Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the only podcast where the hosts put on four hours of latex prosthetic makeup before they record. An audio medium. I'm unrecognizable right now. Shocking. Kate, have you ever seen Mrs. Doubtfire? Um, I have. I have. My grandma had this VHS and my cousins and I would watch it a lot and I remember really liking it. Have you ever read the book? Whoa, no, it's I have not. Alias Madame Doubtfire. This is a very like 70s cover. <laughs> it's from came out in 1987. Well, it's a very 70s cover. <laughs> it was dated at the time. Uh, so this was a book like sort of like a chapter book, you know, middle children's lit type of book mm-hmm. um, in the UK in 1987 by Anne Fine. It was adapted into a screenplay by Randy Mayhem Singer and Leslie Dixon. And the movie, which premiered on November 24th, 1993, was directed by Chris Columbus, who is like the children's and family filmmaker of the 80s and 90s. He started as a writer. He wrote Gremlins. He wrote The Goonies. He directed Adventures in Babysitting. He directed Home Alone 1 and 2. He directs, obviously, Mrs. Doubtfire. And then later, he's going to direct Harry Potter 1 and 2 because they were like, who's the guy to make a family film that kids will like? Good for Chris. Obviously, it stars Robin Williams and extensive prosthetic makeup. They say it took about four hours to put on. I still, I can't, anytime I hear that kind of trivia about a movie, like when we watched um, Batman and Rob, and you hear about Arnold, it's just like, I can't fathom it. Like, because I cannot Because you imagine. are not good at sitting still. And imagine being Robin Williams in 1992 <laughs> and three, no phone that he mm. could scroll endlessly on Reddit. He would, he just had to entertain himself. I hope he did like a little less cocaine that day than normal because I feel like he'd was, really be Was w- he doing a lot of cocaine around. in the 90s? I don't want to talk out of turn, but I think at all times. Uh, so, Kate, um, the other cast though, this movie has a stacked cast. Sally Field. Yes. Pierce Brosnan. Yes. Harvey Harvey Firestein. Sure. Matthew Lawrence, one of the Lawrence brothers, the middle one, the one from Boy Meets World, pre-Boy Meets World. I think they created those Lawrence brothers in a lab. Mara Wilson. We love. Matilda. Uh, And then I feel bad, the the other kid in this movie is played by Lisa Jacob, Jacob, J-A-K-U-B. Yeah. She's in Independence Day, but uh, not really as noteworthy as uh, Matthew Lawrence and Mara Wilson. Anyway, stacked cast. A little bit of trivia. Not much else to say here in the intro because I want to get to it. I want to watch it. Allegedly, Robin Williams would like do the scripted scenes and then be like, can I do like 20 takes of improv? And Chris Columbus is like, yeah, dude, let's go. So supposedly there is an R-rated version of this that was cut together just for fun that Christopher... Chris, Christopher Columbus, Chris Columbus, he basically talks about it in interviews and is like, it's never going to surface. Like it doesn't really exist in a, in a surviving form. And he's like, I have no intention of like trying to recreate it, but supposedly it's out there somewhere in the world. So you, your grandma had this movie. That's how you saw it. So this was also your introduction to Aerosmith then. Dude looks like a lady. Sure. I guess. Your favorite band, Aerosmith. Um, Um, (laughs) Yeah. I get, you know, when Robin Williams is starring in your movie and he says like, I want to do 20 improv takes you just say like all right yeah go ahead <laughs> what you know, are you, like, what but, are, who are you to tell them yeah that? i also love this movie kate we had i think a bootleg vhs like taped of off tv did. or my mom really was the queen of the two vcrs rent the movie from you know blockbuster or wherever and then uh play it on one record it on the other so we had i can picture it this handwritten tape and this neat catholic school handwriting that my mom would write on it and this is doubtfire how long it was what year it came out damn uh, your, your mom would download a car oh yeah yeah 
she's a pirate. Um, and then just some context here. Robin Williams, obviously legend. We last saw him on this podcast. We watched Mork and Mindy. I think last summer that show ran from 1978 to 1982. We've also seen him in Popeye when we did our Popeye episode. That was 1980, right smack dab in the middle of Mork and Mindy. So we're jumping ahead, you know, 10 years-ish. Um, and he was on fire in kids' movies in the 90s. Hook, 1991. Super. Fern Gully and Aladdin both came out in 1992. He's in both of those. He's been busy. This movie, Mrs. Doubtfire, 93. Jumanji, 95. Flubber, 97. And I'm leaving out his, like, not kid movies. This guy was making tons of movies. Killing it. Amazing. Last time we focused on a comedic actor, Kate, uh, in an intermittent uh, series, mini-series of our podcast, it was Jim Carrey. Ew. This time around, we're going to look at Robin Williams. We'll examine him periodically over the next few months, whenever we get around to it. And uh, I get the feeling that you are much much more pro Robin Williams than you were Jim Carrey. I think I might be. Why is that, do you think? I can't be sure, but I think the overall ethos around Robin Williams is that he's like completely wacky, but also extremely gracious and gentle. Mm. And that's not the vibe I get from Jim Carrey. And that may be completely incorrect, but I think if you looked into each of their eyes, if you looked into Robin Williams' eyes, you would see like two pools of kindness. And if you looked into Jim Carrey's eyes, you would just see two flat buttons. So that's what I'm basing it on. All right. And you know, I want to move it on. You are totally entitled to that opinion, but I want to move it on because we're here to boost up Robin Williams and we don't need to tear down Jim Carrey to yeah, do Yeah, I'm it. not here to yuck your yum. Yuck Who do you, your You're not yum. here to yuck my yum about Jim Carrey. Listeners, I love yucking his yum. Go back to our uh, Dumb and Dumber episode, the episode of this podcast that almost ended it. Yeah, where we had to do our mom and dad are okay where uh, cut. I saw you, with a, it was kind of like everything, everywhere, all at once. I saw you with the divorce papers in hand, and until uh, we recorded our whatever episode we did next, I think Batman, the 60s uh-huh. Batman, that's when you finally tore him up and said you'd do laundry with me forever. Yep, laundry and taxes, baby. Right. Are you ready to watch Mrs. Doubtfire? Let's do it. Let's tune in. I've had three caffeinated beverages today, and I'm very sensitive to caffeine, so I'm going to be like Robin Williams' stand-up albums, unintelligible, very fast, funny? Ooh. Maybe. Ooh, ha. Ooh, her, ho, ho. It there, sounds like you're my getting Robin into Williams. a hot tub. Ha, ooh, ha, ooh, whoa, yeah, this hot tub's pretty hot. All right, stop, oh, ooh, stop it. Yeah, oh. All right, all right, whoa. Oh, uh, they tried to make a sequel, it never worked. And uh, they just could never get a script. Robin Williams liked, then he died. And it was adapted to Broadway. Uh, COVID interrupted it, but I believe it did premiere in 2021. Oh, this must be the famous Mrs. Doubtfire. It's a pleasure to meet you. Mm. Uh, yes, well, uh, Miranda's been raving about you. Odd. She's never mentioned you. No? No. Oh. Well, um, well, it's good to meet you. You too. Yes. I have a home in London. I was born there. What part of England are you from? Here and there, dear. All over, really. Yes. <laughs> Accent's a little kind of muddled. There, really? So. Well, so is your tan. <laughs> I love the old 20th Century Fox logo before it was a go. 3D render. It's just like painted and cut out. So here we see a little animated bird designed to suck the children in. But Robin Williams is doing the voice for it, which is actually really cool to watch. Right? Yeah. So he's watching it on screen and he's doing the voice acting for it. While the audio engineer is smoking a cigarette. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's the 90s. So he's a voice actor, which is really cool, right? But lays the groundwork for like, he's got a lot of different voices that he could potentially be doing. He's doing them all. Yeah, he's the bird. He's the cat. Even each character he voices has multiple voices. Yeah. 
I hate to be this guy, but unless this cartoon was originally made in a different language other than English, he would not be recording the voices while watching it. He would have recorded the voices and they would have animated the mouths to match. Huh. But that's not fun to watch right now. All right, so Robin Williams is refusing to voice the bird enjoying a cigarette. He's got some morals. Yeah. And in a meta moment, he's not sticking to the script. All right, so he's done a Gandhi impression. But he did not darken his skin. So uh, here's thumbs your, up. Here's your Robin Williams now, apology I, tour. If I am Jim not apologizing Carrey did that for same it. impression. I'm not apologizing for you'd it. You'd be all over him. No one should do a Gandhi impression if they are not brown. Never forget Gandhi 2 in UHF. All right. So now we're in San Francisco. Robin Williams out here trying to pay the bills, picking up his kids. Parking on a hill. It just seems very challenging to park on all these hills. I always forget which way you're supposed to turn your wheels. Is it towards the curb, away from the curb? It matters if you're going up or down the hill. I don't think I could pass the permit test now. All right, so we've got Mara Wilson, one of the Lawrence brothers who was made in a lab, and uh, a rando playing the older sister. I think having Robin Williams as a dad would be fun, but like kind of exhausting. Yeah, right? he's like always doing a voice. Well, maybe like the real Robin Williams would be okay, but this this version of Robin Williams would be a little wild. What is on Matthew Lawrence's shirt? Lily pads, it's, maybe? It's like a very chaotic print. So Robin Williams has rented a bunch of party stuff <laughs> for this 12-year-old guy's birth, this his son, his 12-year-old son's birthday party. But the backstory is that mom has said they couldn't have a party, but mom's not going to be home for like four more hours. So doot, doot, doot. he's he's fun dad. Their co-parenting is not going not great. Not great. Are they divorced? They are divorced, right? I believe so. Pierce okay. Brosnan is her new boyfriend. Uh, we haven't yeah. seen them yet. But. I mean, if you've got a choice between Robin Williams and Pierce Brosnan, you're going to pick Pierce Brosnan every time. Dang. I'm sorry. Wow. He also seems like he's like, um, likes routine and rules, you know? And like, you know what kids really need is routine because right now there's wild ducks wandering all over the sidewalk. Also, if you are upset or mad about Sally Field not being home enough, look at the home that they live in. It's in San Francisco. It is absolutely massive. Sally Field has to work. Miranda Hillard appears to be a high-powered architect, cool. played by Sally Field, looking amazing. Now mom's arrived home. She's going to suck all the fun out of the party. What a buzz By kill. saying, get, a pon get that pony out of my home. <laughs> what do they I have, like a noise violation from the police? All right, so Sally Field is stressed. She has brought home a sensible cake and some sensible presents for her 12-year-old son, but Daniel, played by Robin Williams, Robin Williams' dad is like, oh, let's get a petting zoo, let's get bounce houses. This is too much, and he's currently unemployed. And that goat ate her begonias. See, this is not, mm-mm, mm-mm. I know that as a kid, you're like, oh, wow, Robin Williams seems so fun. What a fun daddy. I am totally team Sally Field right now, 100%, mm-mm. Like a horse is eating the cake. Yeah. Team, hashtag Team Sally Field. He's like probably violated their custody agreement by doing this, right? There's a, a horse, there's a pony in her home, which is impeccably decorated. There's a kid just running around with an upside down super soaker in the background. Yeah. Indoors. How did she even marry this man? Clearly they did not talk enough before getting married. Well, that's why they're divorced, Kate. At least they got divorced. <sighs> At least they're not just stuck in a loveless marriage, recording podcasts until they die. Well, you want to fight? See, he is not and has never been a responsible parent. I think he has a lot to learn over the course of this movie, Kate. Mm -hmm. And I think the only way he can learn it is to become a matronly... British nanny. Uh, are they fireflies? Oh, they are. Yeah. The shirt from earlier, they're mm -hmm. fireflies. What a great birthday for this 12-year-old boy. This is sad. The kid's all on, up on the stairs just listening to them fighting. This fight's a little too real. Right? It's making yeah. me uncomfortable. What's Robin Williams' bang situation? I think he's like starting to go bald and they're combing it down in the front. See, oh, yeah. Sally Field's out here, here she asking goes. for a divorce. 
Get it, girl. This man that is in your kitchen, he is not a co-parent. So for Matthew Lawrence's 12th birthday, his yeah, parents are divorce. divorcing loudly downstairs after a yeah. very bitter fight. Yeah, he does have to reflect on his choices. God, men will do anything rather than go to therapy. They will apply hundreds of hours of prosthetics. Ah, oh, Harvey Firestein though? Mm. All right, so Harvey Firestein is playing his, his brother, his brother, his friend. Unclear. What a voice! All right, so it's Robin Williams's brother who has impeccable fashion sense. He's got this great embroidered shirt with embroidered faces all over it, and a vest, which <laughs> really he's cool. absolutely killing it. Their home is gorgeous. Yeah, look at the uh, cushions too, like the. And they are like props, pe- or not props, people like prosthetic makeup people for the movies, right? Which, a lot of this is making sense, I guess, but, like, does it? Because, like, are we shooting a lot of film in... San Francisco? San Francisco. I don't know. I don't know what the... But he's a voiceover artist, and, you know, they all seem to work in the arts, the movie and TV industry. Mm -hmm. These two actually work as brothers. Are they brothers? I think so, yeah. Because it said, we're taking good care of your little boy, Mom. Okay. You know? They actually work as brothers. Like, one substantially less cute. Who? Robin Williams. He's not... Harvey Firestein's very cute right like very Mm. handsome robin williams is kind of like a little dusty wombat you know (laughs) he's cute but you're not that cute are we already at a custody hearing mom got sole custody for reasons that make complete sense right that like robin williams does not have a place to live and he does not have any kind of employment right that's his journey in this film kate i'm just saying they just laid out you know what he needs to do i'm just saying like i feel like this movie is supposed to make you feel some kind of way yeah he's got 90 days to clean up his act Watching this as an adult, right? Like Daniel Hillard, Robin Williams, they're saying, look, you get one one day a week of custody. He is violating the custody agreement by oh, yeah, putting yeah. himself in this prosthetic makeup yeah. and pretending to be a British nanny. Like if this wasn't a family film, like this would be pretty creepy. Yeah. You know, like also like why wouldn't his kids figure it out? <laughs> you know, like, don't you think they would be like, oh, that British nanny looks a lot like daddy. <laughs> the same height and build. Robin Williams, this is not the time to sow discord within your family. I can't believe they were even able to record the sound of Mara Wilson's voice. She is She's so speaking quiet. at a frequency that is so low <laughs> that like only worms can hear it. You know? It's not so high that only dogs can hear it. It's, it is so low that only worms can hear it's it. It's really cute, but I'm getting old. My hearing's getting worse. It is hard to hear Mara Wilson. Whose mother is this? It's got to be Sally Field's Yeah, it's mother. Sally Field's mother because he said he's he's been sowing discord. He was like, why does Granny smell like formaldehyde? She's so well preserved. She's gross. Thanks for the time, Warden. Thanks for giving me time with my kids, even though I'm a deadbeat. I am team Sally Field. This is not the time to joke, Robin. <laughs> he just did 10 impressions in a row. Didn't get a single laugh out of you, but when he did his impression of a hot dog at the end. If you've got a choice, again, between Pierce Brosnan and Robin Williams. Pierce Brosnan is very attractive in this movie. He did say it's been a long time, so maybe they have some history together. Hmm. Hmm. So she's like one day divorced, reunited with her old flame. Sally Field's sweating right next to Pierce Brosnan in that gorgeous, even for the 90s, it's gorgeous, linen blazer with a dark shirt underneath. Mm. And he's rich. He's rich. Let's not forget his richness, his richitude. I believe that's called wealth. Yes, that. We wouldn't know. Uh Uh-oh. Sally Field has dropped her professional facade and is like, I'm in the middle of a divorce. Good God. Does he have a British accent? like a little bit of a clipped british accent mm, just enough so that you know he has wealthitude but not so much that he's unapproachable he looks like he just stepped off a yacht in santorini sun-kissed mm-hmm. he's looking like a warm ripe peach i'm intrigued that the two guys you found most cute in this movie so far are pierce brosnan and harvey firestein i have a varied 
spectrum of taste. <laughs> You're on it somewhere. <laughs> How is Robin Williams finding any kind of money to rent this apartment in San Francisco? Robin Williams, this is not the time to sow discord within your family. He's like, oh, your mother's not sick, is she? It was nice to hear Mara Wilson go, diarrhea forever. Pretty good joke. Robin Williams has got to be thankful for the time that he has. I love how aggressively uh, anti-Robin Williams character in this movie you've been. Like anybody here is defending him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's having a, mel- a mental breakdown in front of his children. Save it's it for after they leave. Daddy meltdown. Do-do-do-do. Daddy's alone. Do-do-do-do-do. Oh. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Sally Field is placing an ad in the paper looking for a housekeeper. She's going to pay that housekeeper $300 a week, which in 90s money is a lot. Wow, what a great time to present this in front of the children. This is uh, this is good that they put such a likable actor to be committing so many um, extremely unlikable behaviors. Weaponizing the children, calling Sally Field a battle axe. Does Robin Williams's evil daddy sense no no bounds? Yeah, he just sabotaged the, the ad for the housekeeper. Yeah, he's really unlikable. His right? behaviors. That's this is good. This is clever. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're testing us to see how much we're willing to put up with from him. You have not put up with one thing. I do not. I don't put up with with fools. I don't put up with foolishness. Huh? You don't, do you? Because you, you're exhausted from doing it all day. With me. All right, so Robin Williams is putting his voice acting to evil use. To harass his wife. Just don't answer the phone, Sally Field. Come on, girl. All right, so now he's placing the call as like a refined British nanny. Robin Williams is having a break from reality right now. Yeah, he's not well. Also, maybe if he had just channeled Mrs. Doubtfire and like fed his kids (laughs) nutritious food and like been there when they got off the bus, maybe he wouldn't be in this situation. You know? Well, it's like this whole extended sequence where he just keeps calling and doing weird voices to waste Sally Field's time is just proving why they needed to get divorced. Yeah. This brother should maybe call the police. Yeah. You know? It's like, it's one thing for Robin Williams to be having this absolute mental health crisis. So we're going through like several different iterations of Robin Williams in drag makeup. And this first one is like a very intense, like Cleopatra Bob, heavy, heavy makeup. Not so good. His brother should be like calling for help. Yeah. Not assisting him in this. Now he's doing like a Barbara Streisand cameo, (laughs) which is confusing. All right. Now they're mixing up plaster. They're yes-anding him straight into a breakdown. You know what's it's nice in this 1993 family film? There's just these two gay characters, and it's no big thing. Right, yeah. It's like not the most important thing about them. <laughs> yeah. The most important thing about them is that they have the skills to make this latex makeup. Yeah. Also, I always really enjoyed this sequence where you just see the like yeah. plaster cast of Robin Williams' face, the drawer full of eyeballs and teeth. I always thought this was cool. As a little boy. I'm curious how this is going to look in 1080p Blu-ray quality. Why wouldn't they shave his legs? Well, he's covering up. His legs will never be exposed other than, I guess you can see from the, uh, about the calf down. But he's got some pretty thick pantyhose on, I think. Like, I could totally get behind this if it was even to, like, defraud an employer, but, like, not to violate a custody agreement and stalk your kids, right? Like, Yeah. I know we're overanalyzing it. We are. Sally Field is meeting Robin Williams in drag for the first time. She's arranged her children by the stairs. This truly is unhinged. It's so funny, too, because they didn't even just spare a moment to show us how he thought of this. He just launched right in. This is scary. This man is unwell. He's like love bombing the kids. Pretty scary. Truly, if Robin Williams had just channeled a tenth of Mrs. Doubtfire Be this when interested he was in the a kids. daddy. <laughs> 
right? He's like tricking them all like, oh, I love soccer. We call it football because he knows the boy plays soccer. Name dropping Stuart Little, Mara Wilson's favorite book. He's even sticking up for the mom. Like, don't argue with your mother. Why didn't he do that? God, this is the most like early to mid 90s home I've ever seen. It's just like the decoration, like the pastel, the amount of like window treatments and valances. What is a valance? It's the part of the window treatment that's on the top. Also, he he is listing like he's an expert in first aid and CPR on his resume here. Like what happens if one of these kids falls and hurts themselves? You know, if he had just complimented his wife once when they were married, we would not be in this situation. Is this supposed to be passive aggressive time here when he's like, oh, your cabinets are so lovelyly organized. It is very suspicious. He knows exactly where the tea is in their cabinets. I mean, have you ever been in a kitchen where you can find the trash can on your first guest? Because I haven't. Yes, Hallie Field, run away. Call the yeah, police, she's like, girl. She's like, who do you remind me of? Is it that insufferable man that I lived with for years that I finally have freed myself of? It's so funny. I, as a kid, I never realized he also just needs the $300 a week. Yeah, he needs the income. He needs the salary, which he can't report to the court without yeah. perjuring himself. So I don't know exactly what his strategy is going to be here. But he doesn't either. He also, is having a mental health episode. She should know that this woman is not really British because a British person would not just throw a tea bag into a teacup. Mm. It would be a full pot of tea. I would see right through this. I'd be like, I would be calling the police right now. I'd be like, get out of my house. I'd grab my tiny knife that I always have concealed on my person. It's your favorite trope, Kate. What, women getting harassed by men? You said you hate it when, uh, in another episode, you said you hate it when the man dresses in drag in a movie oh, yeah. and then is instantly irresistible <laughs> to many of the other characters. Yep, yep. It happened in uh, Mr. Headmistress, oh, yeah. the diet. The other unhinged uh man you know what i support his mission more that's true he reformed a whole school of girls this is a stressful film his mountain of lies that he has to maintain he's built an evil lie castle and now he has to live in it now the the whatever custody law person is visiting he has to pretend mrs doubtfire is his sister yeah what if she checks this room where there's a prosthetic face just on a on a mannequin head this room is disgusting. His apartment's really bad. See, when he's not being an extremely creepy custody order violating dad, this is the humor of the movie. Yeah. You know, it's like he's got to fool the uh, the court, the lady from the court, yeah. and then she's like, "Oh, well, I'd love a cup of tea," and he has to run back and change back into it. The neighbor kids are watching through the window. The mask falls out the window. This is why we're here. Yes, baby. Kate, ignore all the problematic aspects of this film mm-hmm. and just watch Robin Williams have a master class in mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Norman Bates. I do like when he does those like weird throwaway lines where he looks in the mirror where he has the wig and the robe on and he just goes, oh, Norman Bates. Like, that's perfect. Yeah. That's what I'm here that's for. That's all you want. You know, I don't want to see him violate his custody agreement. You know, this is what you're here for. This is the kind of energy you want. You know? No. Not him gaslighting his kids into oblivion. No. The mask that, you know, the the prosthetic face that's fallen out the window has now been run over by a garbage truck as he watches helplessly. All right, so he is at least doing his day job. I thought he might have quit already. Look at this busy life. He works at the film studio. Then he's got to go home, put on his latex prosthetics, and deceive his kids and family. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is he doing this change in a public bathroom? Why? Why are these kids watching Dick Van Dyke? I watch Dick Van Dyke at this age. However, the sun is still up, so it's not Nick at night. Uh Uh-oh. He's about to have a battle with his biological child. Is the point that he's such a talented actor, the character, that he's, he's giving his children strict rules and 
actual boundaries and routines that he never did as a dad but for some reason empowered in his true form as mrs doubtfire he's able could he have just pretended maybe to be a good dad (laughs) could he have just acted like a good dad right would that have been maybe something that we could have done yes this is why we're watching it he's supposed to be cooking for this whole family too and we get the sense that like maybe he's not the world's best cook no right previously this is you This is the best part. There's wildly bubbling pots on the stove. <laughs> like picking stuff up with no pot holders. <laughs> he has every burner on the highest possible setting on a gas stove. <laughs> Pouring uh, spices and they all the lids fall off and the whole jars fall in. His sauce is clotting. His prosthetic breasts are on fire. There's just a lot going on. Oh, man. I do remember asking my mom what hot flashes were mm. based on that line and her trying to explain it to me. Nice. He has now called for takeout because he's burnt their whole kitchen. Oh, is he going to lie, though, and pretend he made it? Oh, absolutely he is. He's a lie machine. So he's going to have to cook dinner tomorrow because, like all of us, we're going to have to cook dinner every night until we die. So I don't know what the what tomorrow's what option plan is. is. Yeah. I just learned to cook because he just spent half of his weekly salary on this dinner tonight. Wow, it didn't take him long to win over Lydia, the yeah, oldest. Lydia was won over with a, a f***ing creme fraiche demi-gloss. That's it. Why are we all maligning Sally Field in this movie? She is the principal breadwinner for this family. And caregiver. She looks hot doing it. She's a talented interior designer who has built her career from nothing. Hashtag Team Sally. <sighs> yeah, the daughter's like, Mom's been miserable. My mom hasn't ever been happy. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. Oh, good. Robin Williams get on the bus again. About to be sexually harassed. Ah, here we go. Aerosmith time. There you go, babe. That's what you've been waiting for. I'm hype. Are you? Man, they don't realize Mrs. Doubtfire is quite agile. Yeah. For her age. She's a fullback, baby. So Mrs. Doubtfire is just running all over the (laughs) soccer pitch. (laughs) Keeping up with this little boy. Yeah. She's got the kids riding out uh, near the Golden Gate Bridge on their bikes. She's got uh, Mara Wilson in like the little bike seat in the back. <laughs> Mara Wilson's little, but not that yeah. little. She could ride her own bike. She probably couldn't keep up though. Yeah. What know? a cute little hat though. Maybe if Robin Williams contributed at home at all, yeah, we he, would not be he, in this predicament. Here is vacuuming. You get the impression he never vacuumed this house yeah. when he lived here. He seems to really be enjoying himself too. Right. He's learning how to cook. Yeah. He's watching Julia Child. I guess he's channeling Julia Child here quite a bit. A little bit. Right? She's kind of got like the same build build as Julia Child, right? See, couldn't he have at least pretended to be a good dad? Pretended to have fun contributing to the home? Ooh. Ooh. Here she is. He gets to watch Sally Field kiss Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Oh, so more unhinged behavior. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan, yes. who has done absolutely nothing wrong, just got his uh, his Mercedes vandalized by Mrs. Doubtfire. His new paramour's unhinged ex-husband. Yeah, come on, Robin Williams, you're funny, but you got no shot here. Why is this woman so, like, if, if you take Robin Williams out of the equation, right? Why is their kindly older housekeeper so implacably rude to the mom's boyfriend? This is extremely unhinged. The manipulation and controlling nature. And yet, hilarious. When she's like, oh, after Mr. Doubtfire died, which is a piece of backstory we have not heard yet. How long before you, uh, you know, found another man? Never! Also, what is Mrs. Doubtfire's clothing budget? It's massive. Right? He must be spending a lot on these well, dowdy old like, lady clothes. I feel like some of it's like Goodwill, you oh, know? All right, like all right. maybe. That makes sense. I feel like this is like what you would find at like right. a Goodwill. From the recently deceased. All right. So Chris, the the boy, the middle boy, 
just found uh, Robin Williams peeing in the toilet, standing up. This is an interesting moment. It's a bit transphobic when he sees that Mrs. Doubtfire has a penis. A penis. We can say penis. He wants to call the police. He is now Uh, revealed to his children that... Just the two, the two older ones. Not Marlo. That it's him. To get them to not call the police when they discover I would still call the police. I would be like, my dad has been masquerading <laughs> That's true. as a different person. It's actually more of a reason to call the time police. With me. So he's like, all right, kids, you can't tell mom that it's me. It, this just gets worse this by the minute. This is so awful. Yeah. It is so bad. Yep. And Mara Wilson can't know either? Yeah, because she's too little. She can't keep her mouth shut. Can't keep this secret. All right, the middle son will not touch Robin Williams in drag because he's too scared of drag. He should not want to touch him because his dad's creepy. Is he going to learn anything? No. I actually don't know. The music is very on the nose in this, but I don't mind it. (laughs) Walk like a man, talk like a man. This movie makes me really uncomfortable now, right? This is so creepy. Yeah. So he's hanging out with uh, Sally Field over tea being like, well, tell me about your ex-husband. Ew. This is like a common movie problem, but like how could she ever speak to him again when it's over? Which I feel like they do in the resolution of this. Why are we so negative about Stu? All right, so they're at like some kind of country club that Stu belongs to. And he's just executed like a perfect pike triple flip dive into the pool, looking like a total stud. It's not a good idea to get loose like this while you're trying to stay in character. Mrs. Doubtfire is now sitting at the bar, downing several beers. I want Sally Field to end up with Pierce Brosnan. He looks like he is rich (laughs) and he enjoys rules. All right, so Pierce Brosnan has revealed himself to be even better than than previously thought. It's like a great twist on yeah, what you expect. Yeah, absolutely. So Robin Williams is hiding behind the oh. uh, the the fruit display, and he hears Pierce Brosnan's talking with you know some other guy from the club, and you know the guy from the club's like, oh, you know your date comes with a lot of baggage, a lot of kids. Oh, you don't want any kids. And Pierce Brosnan's like, you know what? People change. And I've really enjoyed spending time with these yeah. kids. He's like, oh, that's a lot of kids. He goes, that's a lot of wonderful kids Three who I love. Three terrific kids. I'm crazy about it. Right? You're just waiting like, for him to say something negative, but he, nope. well, he doesn't. Even when he's not being listened to. Hot wow. as f- Rich as hell. Very positive. Positive father figure. Likes the family. Yep. The only bad thing he said was that uh, their, real da- their dad is a loser. And I, that's true. He is. But don't worry, he'll be richly rewarded for his, his manic behavior, behavior by getting his own TV show. His own I educational dinosaur TV show. This would be an exhausting television show to watch. <laughs> Robin Williams' character just playing with dinosaur toys, doing yeah. an insane amount of voices and bits. Uh, are we building up to a classic conundrum? He's going to have two obligations. One is Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, I forgot that the older kids know. Yeah. That's really weird. At that whole pool scene, they already knew. And look, here they are at his house and they know. It's a weird plot point that they introduced that so early. Right. It hasn't been relevant. At least he swept his bangs to the side. It has to be infuriating as Sally Field to see Robin Williams, like, preparing a meal, cleaning. Well, she said it to Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm better without him, and I hope Mm -hmm. he's better without me. Yeah. What kind of therapy are these two older kids going to be in? (sighs) Right. If you can role play as the perfect parent, just be the perfect parent. Yeah, I really don't like that the older kids are complicit in this Right. Just say no. Say no, Mrs. Doubtfire. Don't go to Stu's dinner. Just say you have something else to do. He never gives his wife what he wants. Why would he do it now? Here we go. Our drama is set up. All right, here's a wacky, gotta be two different people in the same location situation. Thank God it's at the same restaurant. Oh, this is classic, Kate. Is it? Hits or hits for a reason. 
Well, you know, I guess it makes sense he would do this to himself and double book like... Yeah, he's not, he's not a functional yeah, person. He's, he's got executive functioning issues. Ah, uh, yeah, smoking or non-smoking. Classic. God, the smoking section. You remember that? Sure do. You ever sit in it? No, you never went no, out with an adult who so. would smoke in front of you. No. Me neither. But I do remember always being asked. Yeah, I mean, he's blowing such a huge opportunity here to get his TV show. <laughs> Tyler, what's happening? This is so dumb. I love it. <sighs> I'm stressed. Just the lines. I love a Chardonnay. I like it light and woody. Oh, this is this is great. Stressful comedy. Man, their courtship is fast and loose. He's already buying her jewelry. Well, it's like their first date. And he invited the whole family on their first date, including Mrs. Doubtfire. This is very creepy behavior. And I, your laughter disturbs me. <laughs> Look at that ludicrously capacious bag. Are we getting a little fast motion here? Got to fast forward, baby. Wow. The, the quick change in the bathroom. <laughs> He's got his full... A full suit <laughs> full underneath like, yeah. the uh, Shirt and tie. Suit. You can do the quick version of the change. Holy moly. Look at this red blazer significant wild look pierce brosnan is going to give these children the life that robin williams could never give them yeah they're like discussing france and europe at the table while robin williams sneaks around to get to his other obligation these antics don't hold your attention the way they used to do they no did you like it as a kid i think so it's a really long movie though there's a lot of downtime in between these wacky antics right, right? mrs downfire's drinking at work oh no why is he drinking so much tonight there's literally nothing wrong with Stuart. <laughs> Right? Like, no, Stuart is helping Mrs. Doubtfire fish her teeth out of her Chardonnay. Carpe dentum sees the teeth. Children, your dad is mentally ill. Not because he's dressing up as a woman. I totally didn't realize as a child that the added drama of this scene is that he's drunk. Yeah. This is terrifying. So he's at this business dinner and he's like making this joke that he smells like women's perfume, right? And he's like, oh, actually it was uh, one of the waitresses. Can't get enough of me. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And then the TV station exec is like, oh, does your girlfriend have a girlfriend for me? I got the limo outside. Gross, gross. All right, so we've been introduced to an important plot point that Pierce Brosnan is allergic to pepper. Right, so now he's going to try to kill him. <clears throat> so he's ordered... Why would you order jambalaya not spicy, though, is my question. <laughs> Are you which I guess is a, No, it's a plot point, which is funny. Like, only someone who's super entitled would order jambalaya and be like, make mine not spicy. But, yeah, he's he's literally trying to kill yeah. Pierce Brosnan now. Yeah, he... Robin Williams knew. He heard him say he was allergic to pepper, and he just went and way overdid the pepper in the mm -hmm. kitchen. As Mrs. Doubtfire... Oh, no. Uh-oh. He messed it up. He's going to improv his way out of this one. <laughs> All right, so Pierce Brosnan has taken a bite of the jambalaya that Robin Williams personally poured hot pepper into. And now and he's uh, having he's, he's a now having a, anaphylaxis. A, some kind of choking anaphylactic reaction. So Mrs. Doubtfire's over here giving him the Heimlich now. That's not going to save him. Mm -hmm. He's not choking. But he's not. He's, he's having, having like a... an anaphylactic reaction. Yeah. Oh, he also was choking on the shrimp. You gotta chew your shrimps. Because it did just shoot out. Well, he couldn't because the hot pepper. I don't know. They just needed a reason for Mrs. Whoa. Doubtfire to have her face half peel off. It would have been, I feel like, a much better plot point if he was just choking, you know? And he went to help. Not that yeah. he was personally responsible for the choking. Man, Mara Wilson him. is going to be in therapy forever. <laughs> I think she is. Five ever. In real life. This is the worst birthday ever. All the birthdays in this movie That's are true. terrible. Of the two birthdays that have happened. Because this is uh, Sally Field's birthday. Yeah, they gotta call the police. Look at Pierce Brosnan. He's just like, what? Pierce Brosnan is What's just trying to get on? with Sally Field. He's he like, doesn't need Whoa. this drama. All right, here we go. We're back in family court. He should not be allowed to see his children. Probably not. He's not gonna make a touching speech to get out of this, right? No one acting as their own attorney has ever <laughs> talked their way out of anything. <laughs> They've had a great time without him. What has he done to earn these children? 
appears they have a, a much hotter, much richer daddy now. So you are going to be executed. All right, the judge made the correct decision. He awarded full custody to Sally Field, but somehow Sally Field feels guilty. Welcome to womanhood, Tyler. Christ. Look, now these kids got to shuck their own corn. <laughs> Don't you dare make Sally Field feel bad about this. You all miss a fictional character, Mrs. Doubtfire. He is not allowed to be here today. The damage he has wrought to his family. <sighs> All right, so Robin Williams, once again, as a man, a white man, has come out on top. He gets his own TV show playing the character that traumatized his entire family. It's bizarre because he he impressed the head of this educational film company by being like just Robin Williams, by being like an insane high energy, mm -hmm. you know, impression, doing like 20 impressions in 10 seconds. And now the TV show that he got out of it is he's Mrs. Doubtfire the whole time. A calm... Sally Field, stand strong against your abusive, weird husband. Girl, no. Do not ask him to come back. Absolutamente no. No, girl. Mm-mm. This movie's just depressing. <sighs> I swear to God. He really... Sally Field, I, I'm not here to blame you because you're being manipulated in this situation, but, like, I wish that she had felt a little bit stronger to say, like, no, this is not appropriate. This is not acceptable. Yeah. I'm not going to let your dusty, manipulative dad come over here and f*** you up for the rest of your life. Because he, he pulls them into his web of lies yeah. like he did before. It's completely inappropriate. I'll leave you alone with your dangerous father. I'd like to point out, he's not dangerous because he dressed up as a woman. No, he's dangerous because he's using the pretense of dressing up as a woman to gain access to his children outside of the law. Not anymore. Sally Field just did away with that. Oh. How strongly do you think her lawyer advised her not to uh, dissolve not the ruling? He's better when he's Mrs. Doubtfire. Why can he only be a good person when he's doing the persona of Mrs. Doubtfire? Don't try to pull our heartstrings now. Don't you dare. After gaslighting us for an entire two hours. <laughs> <laughs> that message was very nice. What Mrs. Doubtfire said on the TV. Yeah, it doesn't line up with reality. <laughs> Or <laughs> sometimes your daddy is going to dress up as a woman to spend time with you. And that means that he loves you the most. No! Rude. Just because they don't love each other anymore doesn't mean that they don't love you. Now, there are all sorts of different families, Katie. Some families have one mommy. Some families have one daddy or, or two families. And some children live with their uncle or aunt. Some live with their grandparents, or some children live with foster parents. And some live in separate homes and separate neighborhoods in different areas of the country, and they may not see each other for days, weeks, months, or even years at a time. But if there's love, dear, those are the ties that bind. And you'll have a family in your heart forever. All my love to you, Poppet. You're going to be all right. Bye-bye. All right. Here's my here's my review. I got to sit up, though, because I'm small. Um, here's my review. You ready? Uh-huh. There were funny moments in this movie, but it did not in any way make up for the fact that the premise of this movie is so far beyond up <laughs> that I can't let the laugh lines land on me. Does that make sense? Yeah, you've steeled yourself 
yeah. from the humor. Yeah, I'm immune. Uh, yeah, that was that was complicated. And the problem is, when you hear those stories, I don't even know if they're true of like, this this movie or the play will be banned from um, ignorant backwoods uh, lawmakers who are like, we can't have drag. This movie has drag. Like Drag is the least of our problems here. <laughs> yeah, the problem with the movie is that he's, uh, he's going around. He knows better than the family court judge, who rightfully, because he's a loose cannon, unpredictable, not a good caregiver, all of these reasons, has awarded temporarily custody of the children to Sally Field under extremely easy to meet conditions. Create a home that is um, appropriate for your children and get a job. And because he couldn't abide by that, because no one's gonna tell him what to do, he has lied to everyone, embedded himself in the family, in an extremely inappropriate way. If you want to dress as a woman, dress as a woman. But don't lie to everybody about it. Yeah. I can't believe we're coming down on Mrs. Doubtfire. I wasn't expecting this today. I'm not happy. Having not seen it in many years. Not happy. Still like Robin Williams, though. He's pretty funny sometimes in this movie. He does a lot of um, stereotype, you know, here's his Mexican voice. Oh, yeah. That was pretty not good. Anyway. If Jim Carrey had been the lead role in this movie, how would you have felt? I would have not finished it. (laughs) And then at the end, Sally Field won over by his his plea that, oh, the reason I lied to everyone is because I just love my kids so much. Yeah. If you loved your kids so much, maybe work on yourself. It's sad. Divorce can be sad for children. I get it. That wasn't the right way to go about it, Robin Williams. No. Also, all I remember are the funny parts of this movie. It is a long... It's very long. It's a long movie, like you said. And the funny parts are stretched out. Yeah. Few and far between. I've always misquoted it when he throws a lime at Pierce Brosnan. And he's like, oh, I just saw the terrorist go by. It was a... I always thought it was a drive-by fruiting. What did he say? It's a walk-by fruiting. Run-by. Run-by fruiting? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyway. There you go. All right. Luck be a lady tonight, Kate. Unfortunately, we don't have a ringing endorsement for Mrs. Doubtfire. Really don't. But we'll see whatever happens with our next Robin Williams uh, movie. Could be in five years. <laughs> this is a non-scheduled miniseries. Goodbye. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I wanted to, I wanted to enjoy that more. Me too. Euphigenia Doubtfire, dear. It's homework time. You can't imagine what it was like being married to Daniel. He sounds like an absolute stallion. Robin Williams, a man who'd do anything. Back off! Got a time here. To see his kids. Oh! Mrs. Doubtfire. The first year's a woman. I'm getting hot flashes. <laughs> <laughs>